Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC 178, UFC Fight Night 178, and that was headlined by Kobe Covington, who defeated Tyron Woodley by TKO rib injury in the fifth round, one minute into the fifth round, to be exact. And I'll tell you about that. I'll give you my rating on the entire event first. I think uh, it was a pretty solid event. There were some good fights, in my opinion, so I would probably give it a 7 out of 10. 7 or or an 8. Maybe I'll give it an 8. An 8 out of 10 is pretty good because I did enjoy this card quite a bit. Um, Kobe Covington, he looked amazing in his win against Tyron Woodley. He absolutely dominated him from rounds 1 to 5. And Tyron Woodley just looked like he couldn't really do much in this fight, in his past two fights, it just seems like he can't pull the trigger. He does not have it anymore, which is sad to say because I'm a huge Tyron Woodley fan. I loved his run as a champion, as a welterweight champion, but I just don't think he has it anymore, and it sucks to see it happen in real time because, of course, this is a normal thing that happens in many fighters careers but for it to happen to someone like Tyron Woodley it's hard to watch but I wish him nothing but the best he does have other things that he could do outside of fighting so if he chooses that route then I'd be more than happy for him but otherwise if he was to fight again it's just it's really hard for me to see him watch to see him fight again because I just don't think he truly has it anymore like he once like he once did when he was a champion i think that energy that like there was a point after the darren till win i thought he was going to be a champion for a long time and then for this to just happen it w- it's really really crazy to see but understanding you know the Walter weight division is so good right now and you have fighters like kobe covington who they're stronger fighters. They last longer in the for five rounds. They have more energy. Their wrestling is better. He basically smothered Tyron Woodley for five rounds, and Woodley really couldn't get anything off during that time period. So good job on Kobe Covington. But at the same time, it sucks to see Tyron Woodley in this position. Who would who would I like to see Kobe Covington fight next? I think a good fight, of course, would be Jorge Masvidal, that would be great. I honestly would like to see the rematch with Kamaru Usman too because I think it was a very close fight before he got finished. As for Tyron Woodley, I think Tyron Woodley, man, is just... um, It's going to be hard to matchmake for him at this point because it's probably going to be fighters, up-and-coming fighters for him at this point, in my opinion. So... I think, honestly, oh man, <laughs> imagine if they give him Kamzat, Kamzat Chemaev, who we will talk about because he looked amazing in his performance on this fight card as well. But before we get to that, we're going to talk about the co-main event. And that was between Donald Cerrone and Nico Price. They went to a majority draw after Nico Price, he poked uh, Donald Cerrone's eyes eye a couple of times in the first round and that took a point 
from him and that was around that Nico was definitely winning and to be honest I thought the fight was going to be done from there because Nico was going all out with everything he had credit to Donald Cerrone for surviving for surviving that entire time because I thought he was out it really looked like we were going to see the torch being passed in this fight because Nico Price in my opinion is very very similar to a young Donald Cerrone. So I thought, oh man, he's going to finish him. It's going to be the the new era versus the old era. And it didn't really turn out that way. And in my opinion, it really kind of proved that Donald Cerrone still does belong to fight in the UFC, which is very good for him. I'm happy that he didn't lose, but at least it did get to a draw. And he did manage to rally back after that first round and hurt Nico a couple of times in this fight. But Nico, he was a wild man. I was laughing so much in this fight. Like, I think Nico has like crazy amounts of energy that normal people would not be able to handle. And it was just so funny. But <laughs> that one moment when Nico was like, no, I'm good. And then the ref is like, I'm not talking to you. I was talking about him. I died of laughter. And I feel like that energy was going on throughout the entire fight for Nico Price. And I love that. I love how, how much fun he's having in the octagon whenever he fights. So I can't wait to see them both fight again. Um, yeah, I don't really know who they should fight next. Honestly, they should fight each other again, maybe. That would be cool. It was actually a fun fight, in my opinion. But, um, yeah, let's move on to Hamzat Chemaev, the man who is taking over the UFC right now, and with very good reason, because he destroyed Gerald Merchart in 17 seconds in the first round with a punch, and it was one of those, oh, man, it was one of those performance no, performances no one expected, and it happened. It happened. And damn, that was crazy. I couldn't believe he knocked him out so quick like that. And I think at this point, it's safe to... like you Don't give him Damian Maya. Damian Maya is not a guy you want to give to Hamza Chemaev. Like he's, I think he will absolutely do so well in that fight i don't know if he would destroy maya but he would definitely i think he would win i think he would definitely win that so at this point i think you give him a top five guy to be honest because top 15 top 10 guys i just i think hamza he beats all those guys right now the top five is where he belongs which is crazy and i'm talking about the welterweight division of course but in terms of the middleweight we could even go there too i think middleweight is a little bit different we could probably do like a top 10 but for welter welterweight i could definitely see him in the top five right away and that's impressive just based on three fights you know like how does that happen just in three fights um i'm gonna change the battery to my camera i'll be right back all right we are back i'm sorry about that and hamza chemaev Let's talk more about him because even though I took a break, I want to still talk about Hamzat because the hype train is real. I am so on board with Hamzat, even especially after his first performance. I'm like, this guy is 
destroying his opponent more than anyone else would. And for him to do that, even though his opponent was not like a ranked fighter or anything like that, I was impressed. And even Gerald Murchard, Gerald Murchard, he's not a ranked fighter, but still, he absolutely destroyed him. And Gerald, I feel bad for him because he did what he can. He was scared about the takedown, but he did not expect a crazy knockout like that. And very impressed with Hamza Chemaev. Speaking of Hamza Chemaev, a hype train, let's talk about the former hype train in Johnny Walker. He defeated Ryan Spann in the first round by KO, elbows and punches. I don't know what to think or what to take away from Johnny Walker after this win because it wasn't like his other wins where He knocked the guy out and you're like, this guy is for real. He's going to be a threat in the light heavyweight division. But this fight, he was in trouble. He looked like he was going to lose early on. And then Ryan Spann went for the takedown, overly committed to that takedown and ended up taking too many elbows to the head, which led to punches. And he was out in the first round. Johnny Walker... Very fun fight, I'll say that. It was a very fun fight, but it didn't give us the sense that Johnny Walker was back. Does that make sense? Like, I don't think that was the performance to say, oh man, Johnny Walker is back. He's going to get that belt. Like, I think him facing trouble early in that fight really said a lot. And maybe after this fight, he gets back to his old ways, the ways that. He started off in the UFC 3-0, just destroying everyone. Maybe that happens, but right now it's just up in the air. We don't really know. Um, I also want to talk about Mackenzie Dern. She defeated Ronda Marcos in the first round by armbar. Just very impressive performance by Mackenzie Dern. She She's just a wizard on the ground. I'm surprised Ronda... Uh, Randa, she wanted the fight to get to the ground. I think she she thought she was going to be able to defend Mackenzie's attacks on the floor, but you can't do that with someone like Mackenzie Dern, who's just so good in Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and she proved it again. I'd like to see her fight. This is straw weight, so women's straw weight. Honestly, like uh, at this point, the top 10 fighter would be good, and Angela Hill type of name rings in my head right now maybe even a michelle waterson michelle waterson would be good too lots of possibilities for mackenzie dern right now especially because uh she's just such a big name so i'm looking forward to her future fights i can't really uh, say much about the rest of the card i was just in and out with it and not really paying attention but i will watch it on a future date but On the other hand, let me give you my predictions for UFC 253, which is headlined by Israel Adesanya versus Paula Boracinha Boracinha Costa. I'm excited for this this card, guys, because I'm not excited for this card. I'll be honest. I'm actually excited for this fight. (laughs) I'll say I'm very excited for this fight. This is probably the most anticipated fight for me in 2020 this is 
a fight I was looking forward to ever since Israel Adesanya became UFC middleweight champion. I said him and Paulo Costa are going to meet and it's going to be one of the most important rivalries in the history of the UFC middleweight division. Do I still believe that? Honestly, oh man, Paulo Costa has a very good chance at winning this fight in my opinion. But I would probably pick Israel Adesanya Hmm. by decision maybe. It's hard. It's really hard to say that Israel is going to win this fight because Paulo Costa looked, has been looking so good in his fights. Man, I was watching the Yoel Romero fight again and this guy coming towards you and attacking is just scary. Paulo Costa is a scary guy. And will Israel Adesanya be able to evade his attacks, evade that power, and be able to be technical, pick him apart, and then eventually maybe finish him? I think so. I think um, he might be able to take this fight by decision, but I could definitely see Paulo Costa get an early win if that doesn't happen. Like, if... If it gets past the third round, it's Israel Adesanya's fight. But before it, I think Paulo Costa has uh, has a lot of power in his hands. But I, we can't really say too much about um, a five-round for Paulo Costa, which is why I'm going more towards Israel Adesanya for the win, probably by decision. That's going to be my final pick. In the co-main event... It's going to be for the vacant light heavyweight championship. And that's between Dominic Reyes and Jan Blachowicz. Blachowicz. Blachowicz? I always struggle saying his name. Jan Blachowicz. Regardless, Jan is a very fun guy. I I enjoy watching him in the embedded videos. He seems like a very cool person. And it sucks that he's not promoted as much as I think he should be. That's the biggest thing I want to say. Secondly, this is a very close fight. I actually don't really know where, who is going to win this fight or where it's going to go. Like, where is it, where, where is the fight going to be dictated towards? Are they going to be striking most of the time? I think they're going to be striking most of the time, but I could also see some clinch work. Uh, will it be taken to the ground? Maybe not, but... Honestly, I would probably pick Dominic Reyes by decision. I could see that happening, but Jan definitely has a chance of winning the decision or even finishing the fight, in my opinion. Maybe I would go with... Oh, man, I want to go with Jan Blachowicz. I think he might win by... Knockout. Imagine like a second round knockout. I'll go second round knockout. Jan Blahovic. I'll lock that down. Okay, that's my pick. Uh, for the other fights, I can't really give you my predictions. I don't think I'm educated enough on those fights to tell you that this guy's going to win. This girl's going to win. So those are my predictions for UFC 253. Let me know what you thought about last week's card. Let me know about your predictions for this card. And then I'll see you in my next one. Bye-bye.